Okay, it is Friday. It is Toy Department time. I'm Derek Madden. He's uh, Matt Kolsky. And um, it feels like we're a little bit in uncomfortable surroundings today. We're on, we're on a different app than normal. You're in like a different town than normal, right? Well, I mean, I guess I'm in, I, I'm in the usual town, but for the last time. Oh, this is it. Okay. Yeah, I so- am... Uh, I am is your house in boxes and stuff? Yeah. Um and half of the boxes have already been driven across the country, but uh we shorted it, so we're having to take a second trip. So we're in final scramble. Um I'm doing mostly gardening. My wife and uh a helper are packing boxes in the garage. Um we got a few things left in the Airbnb that we rented out. Uh while we lived here and upstairs where we lived is pretty much as, as naked as the day we bought it. Um, so hard at work, then another drive across the country and then couch surfing with the kids for a month and a half until we move into our new house, which we did find. So lots happening, lots happening. We found a house that we're going to live in hopefully for a very long time. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. But a lot of moving parts, man. And also, I am suffering from approximately my 7011th sinus infection in the last year. And also, I failed to apply sunscreen yesterday and gardened all day with a sleeveless shirt on. And you got the farmer's tan. I got the farmer's hot, hot burn, is what I have. (laughs) Okay. All right, gonna get the farmer's peel here in a little bit. I sure am. <laughs> um, I am just impressed. I'm impressed. Hey, you finished the homework. You, uh, we'll get into this. I think you watched more things than I did. Well, I've had some, um, you know, long drives with hotel nights and some uh, flights since we last spoke. So that has okay. helped. Got you. So you've been you've been crushing, uh, uh, you know, Netflix episodes on the on the iPad on the plane or whatnot. I guess. Really, more Hulu and Amazon episodes, but yeah, yeah, okay, that makes some sense. The Netflix uh, I delayed until the very last minute, which we can talk about, uh, and and only got to two of, but yeah. Wait, what's the Netflix thing? What are we? Oh, never mind, never mind. Um, okay, so. It, this is something that that came up for me because we have two shows, um, you know, Black Mirror uh, and The Bear that we're going to talk about this week. And both of these shows um, are shows that I am a big fan of and are not the longest seasons. The The Bear, there's what, 10 episodes of The Bear? I believe so, yeah. Uh, six episodes of Black Mirror, all of which, you know, dropped in that typical all at once model. And I have, 
found myself, particularly with the bear, like I very easily could have finished the bear this week. And I kind of purposely keep putting the brakes on because I don't want it to be like, you know, when you go to like a really nice restaurant that, you know, maybe you're doing like a, you know, multi-course meal and yeah. you're really hungry. Little bites. Yeah, the stuff comes and you're just like kind of scarfing it up and you feel like the end that you didn't maybe appreciate all the like the, right. the awesome delicate flavors and you stuff. You want to take little bites, little bites. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to take little bites of the bear. <laughs> I get that. You know where I... Because it's going to be four years before there's more Black Mirror, right? Like, I don't want to watch a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I... I uh, so, I understand what you're saying. I did not share that uh, approach to either show, and I can tell you why in both cases. Uh, with Black Mirror, I don't... I, th- I can't remember if I heard it on a... You know what? I think it might have been Van Lathan on a podcast who was like, oh, it is real dark this year. Dark, dark, dark. He was like, the pandemic did something to Charlie Brooker, (laughs) right? (laughs) So, quite honestly, I was terrified um, and put it off and put it off until last night. And so I just, I could only watch two before I fell asleep. Um, Well, and I don't, to me, I think the problem for Black Mirror is less than like, oh, the pandemic made them, dark it's it's like the world like it feels like so much of the real world is dark enough yeah has already been um, prophesized by black mirror you know so, what i mean right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So. but so anyway i uh, we'll get into my reaction which was not what i expected necessarily um although there was some of it in a minute but that's why i didn't watch that's why we both only watched two episodes of black mirror for different reasons um with the bear where i landed was like because I had the same thought, like, should I slow myself down? Um, and frankly, I had that with I'm a Virgo, too. But in yeah, both the, cases... The discourse on the bear, by the way, is kind of mixed on this. Like, some people are really into, like, it's actually better if you binge it. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know if it's better, but I do know, and maybe this is... We should start talking about the bear. It was so fucking good. And it's almost confoundingly good to me that I want to put it with like some of the greatest shows of all time, like second tier best of all time behind The Wire and The Sopranos. You know, that's how good I think this show is. And unlike most of the other shows on that list, I can't always tell you exactly what it is about The Bear. Other than that, I am so enveloped in and mesmerized by this world that they have created with such wonderful acting from every corner of the show that like I just I couldn't stop and I figure you know what is it gonna it's the difference between finishing it in two and a half days and two and a half weeks and either way it's a year till there's more um so let me just enjoy the hell out of it and smash through it and I have to say like 10 episodes of approximately 30 minutes other than one long one and I don't know that I'll get that much out of a season of TV until the next time it comes around. It's just spectacular. I don't. I don't even know what else to say. Yeah, and I look, and I, uh, uh, you know, I will say that you can get yourself into trouble, um, you know, parsing these things out. Uh, I kind of did this with Dave 
um, yeah. which I meant because I just finished Dave this week. <laughs> right, and you lose a little momentum. <laughs> yeah, I finally got to that Brad Pitt one, uh, which is fantastic. An incredible episode of TV, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Not just Brad Pitt, but the crazy girl is so good in that. I have no idea who she yes. is. Yeah, and the whole Rachel McAdams plot is great, and like, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, Dave, Dave was excellent, and because I'm on my own time with Dave, like it's literally a show that I've had almost no conversation with anyone about other than you, and the first time that we watched it, and I don't think we've talked about it since, right? So, um, it's one of those things that you do find yourself disconnected from like the uh, some you know a discussion which is something that you really want to have with the bear right because there is like it feels like a like a really rich text i don't know the bear like it, it reminds me you know hero mirai is a, an executive producer and it feels like it comes from almost that uh fx tradition of of these cool worlds whether it be in atlanta or dave or, or pre problematic Louis or better things like there's a, or, a really or, great tradition. Or what's it called? The uh, Master of None. Yeah. Oh, that's not an FX show, but um, it's in that same. It does feel well, in Hero that. Mariah, I think I was involved in it though. Yeah, it, and it does feel like in that same group. Yeah. Right. Um, so, um, I I I can't say enough about this second season. Like it's, I really love. Uh, the the way that the story has opened up to kind of focus on everybody in the restaurant and like their path for growth. Uh, I love the way that they are 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 doing at least a little bit of romance early on in the season. <laughs> like the I you know a show like this you don't necessarily expect to pull off a grocery store meet cute and it, they're excellent at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the use of music in this season of the Bear has just been like. It was very present in the first season, but I feel like really taken to another level in in this uh, uh, season. Like the the just the choices in the first couple of episodes have been really interesting yep. uh, and prominent, and I feel like have been propulsive within the story. Um, and just not to spoil, but the sort of approach of doing bottle episodes to follow different what might be called side character storylines and growth paths is peaks in i believe it's episode seven or eight and the long episode of the season is a flashback to a um bear bear family holiday meal um that so that is episode six right and that seems to be the one that everybody's really talking about well again not to spoil much but jamie lee curtis is the mom and she they came they brought her in and shot her up with goofy juice and said get crazy jamie and she's spectacular i mean (laughs) oh my god it's a it is a tour de force from jamie lee curtis um it feels like strangely she has hit her stride of sort of dramatic acting now of all times um and 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 you know Evan Moss Backrack gets his sort of dedicated episode which is unbelievable um and where it ends up is i mean they just managed to wrap 
not quite tie a bow on it, but like finish the season in a very concrete way and yet maintain the narrative tension that that is so central a part of the show. I, I, I mean, I'm truly, truly it's a, it is a staggering television achievement in my book. Yeah, and it's it's a meal. It's like a great meal that I'm savoring. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I uh, uh, when I was in Atlanta, I had like a four course uh, Southern dinner at one of these like you know kind of places that are pretty. I feel like are fairly common in Georgia. You know, they're uh, sort of new Southern cuisine. You know, where they're you know elevated, um, but uh, in a, in a certain Southern tradition, and it was a really incredible meal and you know as they're as they're bringing you all these things like you want to remember all of them and you want to you know just kind of understand how the flavors are coming together and this show feels exact sort of exactly like that like i just want to savor it you know um yeah so i'm gonna finish it because we're talking about the end of it next week <laughs> Two and weeks. I want to be out of conversation or, or next next time we do this. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I want to be able to have a conversation with people about it. Uh, yeah, you know, you know what I mean. So yeah, um, and I think the answer to your you know uh, supposed problem here is just to watch it again in a couple months. Probably true, but I do kind of wish this was coming out weekly so that we could talk yeah. about it. That we do succession. You know what I mean? I agree with that. This is one that I would I would not mind being parsed out over time. Um, but yeah, no notes, <laughs> no fucking notes, man, no notes at all, indeed. Um, all right. Uh, what about Black Mirror? Um, I have notes. Um, you have some notes. All right. So I only watched two of these. Me too. Um, me too. We watched the same two. I'm guessing. I, I'm not sure because I feel like for people they were maybe in different orders. Okay, so what were the two you watched? So I watched. Um, sorry, I watched Jonah's Awful. Yep, same. And I watched Lock Henry. Yep, we watched the same okay. two. So, Wait. all right. Here's what I would say, and let's take them individually because they're utterly different things. Um, Jonah's Awful. Look, it's certainly dark. And the implications are definitely dark and feel um, less ridiculous than they ought to, I guess. And they're very much here. You know, you know what I mean? Well, like, like 80% of it is here, yeah. right? I mean, like 80% of it's here, but like the detail and specificity is, is you know, unrealistic at this moment. And, and maybe more to the point, it doesn't actually turn out to be so dark it's kind of like yeah this is a dark possibility but oh happy ending <laughs> I, uh, I mean like i don't know i'm gonna guess that I mean, in yes. real life there's not a central computer that someone could just you know what i mean crash well, out to sure. end all of this that's the problem right Right, but but I guess what I'm saying is, like, in that way, I don't want to say, like, took the easy way out is not the right phrase exactly, but kind of took the easy end point to make it not, to, to not have you, like, sitting in the darkness at the end, you know? Right. And I feel like the, the best, most effective episodes of Black Mirror were the ones that 
picked aside. Either the ones that did make you sit in the darkness or the ones that were like actually happy, like the the afterlife one, right? Yeah. Um, San, what was it called? Uh, oh my God, San Marino was something that it? like San... that. Uh... Something like that. People know what we're talking about if they watch Black Mirror. Um, so I, it was a good episode, but I didn't think a great San Junipero. One. Sorry, San Junipero. Nice work. Uh, so yeah, this for the, the Jonah's awful. I thought was good. I get it. It is sort of in the tradition of Black Mirror, but kind of like a. Again, I don't want to say it was a half-assed episode because it was good, but but kind of a non-committal endpoint, um, which felt a little weird. And then I gotta say, like the Lock Henry episode. I just want to say before we move on to Lock Henry. Oh yeah, shout out to Annie Murphy. Oh, she's uh, great. I did not realize it was Annie Murphy until the show revealed it. <laughs> Yeah, that might be on me. <laughs> no, a little bit, but I definitely but was, I was like, like, "Oh, you're right. That's Eddie Murphy." Okay, yeah, I got it. <laughs> right, I was looking at her like, I know who that is, but I can't quite pin it down. Um, also, though, shout out to Salma Hayek, who was excellent playing herself or not herself, yeah. as it were. Um, she was very good. E- everyone in this, they really got some some big people too to like show up for like a second. Yes. Well, the Aoa Debris, Aoa Debris is really all out there. You know, she's and yeah. then apparently this Bottoms movie is going to be uh, great. So, shout out to her. Um, yeah. Like Jabuki White's in it for like thirty seconds. Yeah, he was uh, Hamish, and Hamish Patel is a pretty small part too as well, right? So. Yep. Yep. Um, um, and then is was that really? Um, uh, Kate Blanchett. Well, there was a or... photo of her. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, the good episode. Good episode. Not great because it. I don't. F- I, I felt like it didn't quite go the whole nine. The second episode was was didn't feel like a Black Mirror to me. It was just an hour long horror flick, and I don't love horror movies. So like, as horror movies go, I thought it was good ish. But, like, I didn't totally enjoy myself, and it was very, like, just run-of-the-mill sort of cookie-cutter horror, I think, in a lot of ways. Like, an original... Yeah, see, I, but I would almost say horror flick with the Black Mirror ending. Like, I feel like the ending of that was extremely Black Mirror. Yeah, kind of, but also, like... That kind of a Black Mirror ending is pretty common in the horror genre, you know? So oh, is it maybe I watched enough horror movies? Well, I don't really either, but I think it is. Like like the you know, the one person surviving and like living in hell is I feel like kind of a pretty well trod horror flick territory. And mm. it really like I get that it was a commentary on our society's obsession with true crime and it it's a successful you know, sort of turn and scary moments. And I, I do think it gets into some of the possibility for exploitation within that. You know what I mean? Yes, but it's really not about technology at all. And I don't know. It just, it left me feeling kind of hollow and like it scared me in the right places and, and it was effective, I guess, but I didn't, I don't, again, I just don't feel like that's on par with what I have loved and and been sort of locked into with Black Mirror in the past. 
Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I didn't have the same problems. I would agree with you. Obviously, it was less focused on the technology aspect. Like this seemed like something that was pretty much wholly in the present, right? Yeah, one hundred percent realistic unusual. in the present. Yeah, which is pretty unusual for Black Mirror, and obviously the technology was mostly old VHS, right? Like, it was like if anything, they were going sort of backwards. Um, yeah, yeah. With that stuff, felt more Stranger uh, Things than uh, Black Mirror. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like for me, I really feel like kind of examining like what it means to sort of look at the story and are you exploiting the people involved? Um. I don't know. Like I, I found it interesting to think about as it was sort of happening within the story. And then I, agree. The, I don't know. It's just not- the, for my buddy, the look on that guy's face at the very end of the show was like, I don't know. It was worth the journey. Almost. You know? Yeah, no, it's haunting. I, you know, I agree. I agree with pretty much everything you're saying. I'm just not sure it is in the tradition of black mirror. And maybe more to the point as like, excellent and original and different as black mirror like i think of black mirror as a very specific excellent individualistic thing and i don't totally feel like either of these first two episodes were quite it even though they're not they're not bad tv by any stretch i mean i would agree i don't know that i would necessarily put either one in like the upper echelon of black mirror episodes but i felt like Still good Black Mirror, and I'm still excited for the the, the next four. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you're in that same place. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch more. I'm definitely going to watch more. I guess I would just hope to be more impressed by the remaining four or five or whatever's left. All right. Um, I'm not trying to be a hater. I. It's just like I. I. I guess my standards for for Black Mirror are very high for good reason. Yeah, I that's fair. <laughs> I think they deserve that. It's look, I mean any show, I feel like, you know, we're in season 6 now, you know what I mean? It's it's uh it, it, there's it's sustaining a level of quality and amazement. And right. again, so much of the world feels like it's catching up to with all these things that they're Well, but I guess that's the other thing. Right? It's, it's satiring. It's a challenge. It is. It is, but when you take 5 years off, I expect like the seven episodes you put out to be excellent. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> like you took your time and I respect that. I'm okay with it, but like blow my mind, you know? So I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at Wikipedia um, and uh, trying not to go too deep into these episodes that I haven't seen. Um, yeah. Don't, don't spoil it for yourself for God's sakes. But I, but I do want to say that uh, the the episode three is set in an alternate history, nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, but uh, that could. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Episode four is mid two thousands, and okay. episode five is uh, nineteen seventy nine. Interesting. So I guess Black so, Mirror goes backwards. Uh, we'll see yeah. how I feel next next time we talk. So I think it's going to be a little bit more more looking back. So, um, so we shall see. We got to move on to uh, I'm a Virgo, and I've got a feeling uh, you're you're all in on this one, Kolsky. Yes, sir. I finished this as well. Um, there are only, I think, seven episodes, and I also finished the director commentary, uh, w- of which there's like a four to five minute episode for each episode of the show. Um, 
And I have to say, although I love hearing Boots Riley talk about stuff, he mostly talked about stuff that I had already pieced together and sorted out thematically. And many of the uh, questions I have, like, what? how much have you watched? Uh, I have watched, uh, I want to say, four episodes now. Okay, so, like, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but, like... He, he had sex. What point? What point oh, nice. So, like, one question I have that uh, persists is, like, what is going on with that rash, man? What's up with that? Uh, <laughs> no answers there. But uh, hopefully there will be more of this show because I loved it. And, and while I think a potentially fair criticism could be that the... Um, you know, pro-labor communistic viewpoint is rather directly conveyed at times. Um, I think it is done in a creative and funny way. And I, for one, delight in the way that Boots Riley uses fantastical elements and scenes to convey human emotion and, and things like that. I just think it's really, it's not subtle, but it is funny, and I really enjoy it. It's not subtle. It's walking on some ground that uh, that Boots has walked on before. Uh, he has a know, very specific open, viewpoint, and it really hasn't. Raging yeah. anti-capitalism. Yeah. Well, but his things. viewpoint hasn't changed since the 90s when he was fronting the coup. So, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and uh, what he does talk about in some of the director commentary is that Sure, he is virulently anti-capitalist and and pro-labor and has a very specific viewpoint on how the world should work, but he also lives in reality and is fascinated by and interested in all of the contradictions that even someone like him, who is pretty committed to the cause, has to deal with. Yeah, and I think getting into some of that with the, uh, you know, uh, Big Bang Burger. Yes. you know what I mean? Like, is, yeah. uh, you know, is interesting at times. Uh, I'm not, look, these are not, uh, it's common ground for Boots Riley, but it's not like these are overexposed thoughts in our culture. Absolutely you know I mean? not. So, no. And, uh, and, you know, yeah. for what it's worth, I tend to agree with him. So, like, uh, I, I, the fact that I'm sympathetic to his particular viewpoint probably pay, plays a part in this. But I also just think it's, this show is, pointed it is wildly creative and it is truly laugh out loud funny frequently uh yeah it's 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 i would say all those things are are, are accurate you know uh walton goggins getting to be the heavy is also I, I a great touch uh he's, he's so good at at that sort of thing you one know thing I mean? boots riley did say in director's commentary was that if Walton Goggins calls you with a question, he reads you the entire scene, every line from every person, and has like deep, thoughtful questions about what exactly every single word means, and just like, you know, ridiculously thorough. And that jived very much with what I would have anticipated, and and you know, fits his sort of chameleon abilities as an actor yeah oh man what a genius i can't wait till more justify this summer and i don't know if Walton goggins is in or not i'm, I'm guessing he's not but i just <laughs> cool just going back was. to thinking about that uh yeah 
Oh, what a character. It'd be cool if he was. That's only a few <laughs> weeks away, by the way, the, yeah. the, the, the new Justified. Um, and also, you know, most of the other people in this show are, you know, people you may have seen before, but not big-time actors. And I, I thought everyone was very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I would say the, the acting is at no point a letdown. Mike Epps, um, by the way. Mike Epps, very funny. Yes, agreed. <laughs> um, and some of the, I don't know, some of the directorial flourishes, I would I would say, like, you know, the close-ups on the, like, you know what I mean? And um, that you, they are kind of sort of constant throughout the uh, um, first few episodes anyway. Yeah. Uh, I think are really interesting. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he's certainly, uh, I, I think, has an interesting vision as a director. That's why we've enjoyed all of these things so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I I want to see the rest of this thing before I'm like given a final verdict. But I'm obviously I'm I'm having a good time to this point. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I you know I have no doubt that that feeling will continue because it just it really is. It, again, while very pointed and not at all subtle, it's also a good time, which I think speaks to his interest in and fascination with the the hypocrisies and contradictions of life, like. Yes, this is kind of a, uh, you know, social justice pro-labor movement piece, but it's also a comedy about a 13-foot black man, which is, you know, absurd. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely gets into the absurd, which I feel like you enjoy a little more than I do, but um, uh, I'm on a roll there on this. By the way, I'm just reading this. Did you know that most of this was shot in Louisiana? I did. Well, it's it's very hard to shoot in California these days. Um, yeah. But uh, also a, a tidbit from Boots in the director commentary was uh, he. So I guess he he has a prior relationship with Elijah Wood in some way. Um, but he was talking about when they were pitching it and talking about how they would do it. Um, the, the technique they used is forced perspective. The most notable example of which in pop culture is the Lord of the Rings scenes where the hobbits are next to Gandalf. And so he had been going around showing the scenes of, of Elijah Wood and Ian McKellen in his pitches. And he was, he's like, I didn't realize until I was actually casting the thing and thought Elijah would be good for this, that like, that Hobbit is the same Elijah Wood that I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the guy I've been showing around. Oh, yeah. 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 oh that'll be, be cool. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice to just sort of have Elijah Wood in your uh, phone book. Yeah, but um, it sounds like he, it sounds like Boots and Elijah know each other well enough that it was like a last minute sort of thing. And he was like, I'm going to cut this scene if Elijah can't do it but if he can do it and he was like sure i'll be there tomorrow kind of thing oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> must be nice yeah yeah helpful um all right so i'm a virgo uh thumbs up thumbs where up are you, man where are you on hijack um <laughs> it's going to be i think difficult not to sound lukewarm after all the other things that we've discussed today um 
but I'll wa- I'll watch this. Like, it's a it's Idris Elba on a plane. I, I you know, <laughs> I don't know. Is it's going to be hard for for me to sound lukewarm because I am gripped. I I, I did not okay. have the opportunity to binge this, uh, and I probably would have. Interesting. Watch it straight through till they get off the plane. Like I am, I'm here for it all right now. Like I am. I, I, I don't think I really disagree with that. I. It's just like it has none of the weight or or like thematic heaviness of of what we've watched. I would agree with that. This this feels like a show that, other than maybe some stuff about geopolitics, I guess, and, and a little bit about stereotyping and yeah. things like that, uh-huh. um, it doesn't have a lot to say about the world. But just from uh, like I watch, I watch Idris make moves and try to figure out how he's like. Obviously, he's trying to get in with these, you know, with these hostage takers, and but to the point. For the point, for purposes of negotiating their way out of the situation, right? You can, yeah, you can tell he's on the side of like, you know, the passengers at this point all think he's working against them, essentially, right? right? But you can tell he's not really doing that. No, um, but I just like I just want to see how the story works out, and I'm, it's like, like, if, like where we are now, it seems like there's like four hours left in this flight, and I yeah. want to figure out if he's getting him out of the sky. Like, well, yeah, I'm, there's I'm, a lot I'm of questions. Sure. How's yeah, he gonna get know? him out of the sky? What are these people really after? Like, what, uh, right? What do they want? Yeah, yeah there's. Uh, I agree. It is. It is definitely. It's a. It's a suspense. It's a thriller. It's a thriller on a plane stretched out over TV show length. And yeah, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> like, I'm into it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm quite as gripped as you, but, but, Idris Elba on a plane. It's good. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like I want to know what the air traffic control lady on the ground who clearly like is like sniffing this out, like where she's getting to it. You know, well, the fact that they wiped out, out the 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 uh, the guy in um, Dubai, right? Yeah. Who was like he was on his way to sniffing it out. Like I'm like, oh no, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, there's a lot I'm, happening here. It's you know, look, these are are simple action movie beats, but I'm I'm really liking the way that they're unspooling them and uh yeah like it's it's you know it's pop it's a popcorn tv show if you will but uh i think it's high grade popcorn i think so it you know it's made with like uh you know canola oil or whatever it's (laughs) i (laughs) i i definitely i will say for it as as things that hit the action movie beats in a pretty well-known way go it's a pretty original version of of a plain thriller i don't know that i've seen this quite before yeah i mean if i think about other like plain hijack movies it does feel a little bit different yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so like it's it a little smarter i guess if that uh-huh, makes sense uh-huh. you know yeah it's pretty um, original it's a different sort of i uh, take on on the thing and it's it's definitely enjoyable I just find it compulsively watchable. And honestly, I really feel like I, I, maybe I said this once before, but I feel like Apple's kind of on a roll this summer. A hundred percent. Although I will uh, say, and, and I think I've said this a few times lately. I, I feel like there needs to be a new job in streaming TV. Or like maybe they need better focus groups where they make better decisions about which shows 
to make bingeable and wish shows to do week to week because just and I, these are not the same companies obviously but just as an example the two shows i watched all of this week in the bear and i'm a virgo both might have been better week to week because i think each episode gives you something to talk about in a real way this show gives you very little to talk about other than oh cool man um and like you said you might have binged the whole thing if it was available so yeah I, I, I mean i think when you're talking about focus groups like some of it seems like the a service to service policy right like apple pretty much apple doesn't put a lot of these shows where it's all out at once right yeah i guess you're right I they're, they right. seem to generally be like drop a few and then week to week with the rest, right? But like that's again, just I, to be the way they roll. Yeah, and that right. obviously is pretty committed to you all at once, you know. Yes, um, but I don't. Think and then the like, other seem to be in the middle. Yeah, but Netflix has done some week to week stuff, and you know Hulu definitely does both, right? Um, yeah, because so, Hulu has so many different people providing the content. I yeah, feel like. but I just you know. These decisions are, they can make these decisions. You know what I mean? Netflix can choose to do something week to week. Apple could choose to do something all at once. They just aren't for whatever they reason. Just, and right. <laughs> I feel like they need someone to advise them of this uh, is what I'm saying. All of the streams. Are you volunteering? Yes, I'm available. <laughs> yeah. All right. I would serve on that committee if asked. Yeah, exactly. And I think I could, I could really make some good decisions. I think like we are... Not to pat ourselves on the back, but I think we are hitting, when we have these discussions, the points that make shows more worthy of week-to-week -week versus dropping all at once. I think we, yep. get, we get it better than the streamers, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Do you, I, mean, I mean, I have to assume they're using all of their data analytics, uh, right, to, to Maybe, but make to your point, sort of judgments. It, it, yes, you would think so. But to your point... Apple seems to do everything week to week, and some of their shows would clearly benefit from a bingeability because um, that momentum you're talking about with Hijack may dissipate as you're only able to watch one every week. There's also the factor of, like, if you're getting to these shows after they've been out for a month or two, that they are all bingeable. Of course. Right? Of course. But, that, but I mean, that's true of yeah. every of everything that comes out everywhere. Right. But I mean, I think that maybe they're thinking that, you know, there are a lot of people who are not waiting week to week to see what the service is dropping. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, maybe. Maybe. But again, what you, like... What are you watching on Apple right now? Just uh, as an ongoing concern, I'm just curious. Uh, well, I can't stop watching Silo, which is kind of like a frustration in my own life. Um, <laughs> I'm with you on that. Like I'm, I'm following through on Silo, and yet I don't. I'm not compelled to discuss Silo with anyone. I'm still annoyed that we don't know what the hell's going on outside, um, <laughs> and I keep hoping that the next episode is going to give me some insight into that. And I'm afraid that the season is going to end, and I'm never going to know. Um, A lot of people, I think, are watching it. Like when you look at the rankings, so yeah. Um, yeah. So I have a feeling you're right. They're going to be multiple seasons, and they're not going to let us know at the end of the first one what, what's happening. But I am also watching Platonic and High Desert. 
Uh, I, yeah, I'm with Platonic, and I would not say that I'm not watching High Desert, but I'm many, many episodes behind on High Desert. So well, you're probably – see, the thing is you're probably not as many episodes behind as you think because it moves <laughs> slow when it's week to okay. week. Um, yeah, you're right. Fair so enough. So, like, I've had that same experience of, like, oh, man, I haven't watched Platonic or High Desert in forever. I bet I'm five episodes behind, and there's, like, two of each, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And they go pretty quick. Anyway, I'm watching all those things on Apple. So Apple's doing some good stuff. Uh, I just wish that some of them were all available at once. Yeah, this this uh, hijacked in particular, it needs to be bingeable. Agreed. Um, I would watch some more right now. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, we've got one more to cover here, right? No, that's it. We're done. I think We're that's done. it. I think we did. Yeah, that's it for the week. I think week. we did the, nice whole, the whole thing. Great job by you. All right, so we are going to take uh, another week off just because uh, the it seems like the culture faucet is slowing down. Maybe the 4th of July holiday has something to do with that. I don't know. Yeah, and um, also the, the Kolsky is slowing down. I just, um, you know, I, I feel like I've moved twice uh, or I will have by the end of next week. And... Um, I'm living in friends' houses and my parents' condo, which only has one permanent bedroom. Um, it's 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 wild. I, I'm I'm living I'm living a sort of wild west existence at the moment. Yeah, man. Well, I can see. Um, uh, you know, the second cross country drive. I've done that uh, for moves uh, once or twice, but it's been a long time. And uh, and for good reason, because man, that's the the second drive is tough. You know what I mean? <laughs> like once once you've done it, you know exactly what you're up against. And, like sack it up to do it again. Um, yeah. Luckily, the yeah. Uh, second drive, at least my wife and I will uh, be in the same vehicle. The first drive, we were caravanning, which makes it even you know lonelier, and uh, especially when you're driving across Nebraska, uh, feels interminable. Uh, although oh, I did. Nebraska is interminable. It's terrible. I also did have the dog, which helped on that drive, but, uh, this time just the two people. Yeah. Did you go through Kansas too? That's another one. Oof. Not so much Kansas because it's desolate. There's no radio at all. You know what I mean? So you're, yeah. Yeah. And when you're driving a, a moving truck, like uh, you do not have the trappings of modern technology. <laughs> <laughs> we brought a, we brought a little Bluetooth speaker to just put on the dash and blast our, our, our tunes. Oh, that's good. That's, that's a smart move. Smart move. Yeah. Man, that's, that's rough. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so we're going to watch some shows over the next two weeks is the upshot of all of this. Yeah. Uh, we're going to finish black mirror and the bear. Uh, so we can kind of wrap up those discussions. Um, yep. There's a Marvel show. Uh, it's a Nick Fury show. Is that right? Um, yes. Called Secret Invasion. You, anything you want to share about that? No, just that it has gotten good reviews, like independent of its Marvelness. Um, and I thought maybe this would be one that you might enjoy because it's uh, more of like a spy thriller style type of thing. Gotcha. All right. So we're going to check that out. The uh, the after party is back on Apple. I'm gonna guess probably only one or two episodes. Yeah, and uh, we'll watch those. Uh, and then there's a Netflix film uh, starring Adam Devine called The Outlaws, and that is Out Dash Laws. Um, so I'm assuming play on in laws there. Yes, uh, and it has a really delightful looking cast. So um, I'm I, I I think the prospects are good on that one. Yeah. 
Or it'll be terrible, but we'll have fun trashing. <laughs> too. Or it'll be terrible, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll be uh, that's on Netflix. There you go. So, uh, Black Mirror, The Bear, Secret Invasion, The After Party, and The Outlaws will be your homework. Sweet. I'll talk to you in two weeks, man. All right, man. Sounds good. Bye. This game's in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The lights out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the Jello is jiggling. So long, everybody. And do me a favor. Have yourself a tremendous evening.